0: Hey everybody, it's Alan, the mail host. I We don't usually do a little a pre-credits talk, but we did a big mess on this one, so I need to have a chat with you first. So this was the first episode we recorded over Zoom um, a couple of months ago as part of the whole thing that's going on. So um, because of that, I made a big mistake and forgot to press record on the Zoom recording and uh, one of our backup recordings also didn't work. So all we had was this truncated Zoom recording. So first couple of minutes of this are missing. So basically all that happens is I introduce our guest, who is Keen Sullivan, uh, one of the hosts of Sissy.pod and of uh, the radio show Umbrella on Lify Radio. And we talked a little bit about Dodie Frere and think about things and just generally ease into uh, the, his topic, which is Eurovision. Um, this was supposed to be a Eurovision special, which was supposed to happen as Eurovision happened so Eurovision got cancelled around this time as well. Uh, it was all very new, very fresh, so basically the episode starts just as keen as telling us how he got into Eurovision. The second way that I messed up is that I was a cheapskate and did not spring for a proper Zoom account, so the uh, recording stopped after 40 minutes and we had to start again. So I'll be back to you in a little while the recording will fade out I'll come back in tell you what's going on and then we'll get back into the second half of the episode so sorry about that uh, and sorry to Keen because uh, he was really interesting and really funny and we had a really good chat and I'm sorry that all these little gremlins got in the way and um, speaking of little gremlins those heavy breathing sounds you can hear are my dogs who are snoring quietly beside me with that I will kick off the the music and you'll hear me but from the past in a second okay bye
1: competition where countries compete with, musical, with music songs and I was yeah. like I just remember that moment being like how have I never heard about this before so <laughs> yeah. my parents my parents taped it and I think I watched it every day for that summer holidays I'd say and I could remember mm-hmm. who gave the tw- what every country gave the 12 points to who I wrote it all down with a little oh. notebook
0: <laughs> I was just obsessed so 2003 so, was what year that was Lina? M- Mickey Joe Hart
1: oh okay, yeah. yeah
0: so a good year to start as well for
1: Ireland yeah yeah
0: Mickey Joe Hart played, I went to UCC and after he won Eurostar, he played the multifunction hall in UCC and okay. the crush for tickets. They sold out in five minutes. Oh, so mm. It was carnage. The whole place was just packed for him. Um,
2: yeah, that Mickey Joe It Joe
0: was a huge thing. Yeah.
2: Where is he now? Where's he at? How's he doing? Think
1: he's thinking he's up in Donegal. Um, I, my boyfriend's sister was up at the Gale Talk there last, like she's a teacher. And apparently uh-huh. he was in a pub playing guitars.
0: And, like the strumming away thing.
2: Unreal.
0: A friend of mine cool. had, the, I think, the guy who came second to him um, as her wedding band. Oh, so,
1: awesome. Yeah, all around. <laughs> we're, only, we're only like one step away from Mickey Hart. <laughs> yeah. <Everyone> in Ireland. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so actually won that year? Um, Turkey. Turkey. Oh, that was like the Shakira-ish kind of one. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: She, her hands had come out, and she had all these like uh, bits of material now flowing out of her and there's people dancing yeah, behind it's, it's, her tying them up into weird sort of combinations and stuff like that
0: yeah so I guess so you missed like all of Ireland's dominance I, I've never <laughs> seen us win <laughs> yeah that's, oh, that's unfortunate I remember us um,
2: winning that was yeah, like really yeah it could be because my nan is in Panto, and like my family are one hundred was in Panto, like for most of my childhood. She's still alive. I, I just was her, like she wasn't alive. My nana is a Panto person, um. But it was like everybody stays up late as long as I can remember every year, and watching adults as a child lose their fucking mind to like rock and roll kids. <laughs> yeah. Us winning on that song was like now it feels impossible but at the time it was very very thrilling but we didn't like, win
1: because of Rock and Roll Kids because that was the year of Riverdance
0: yeah, yeah it was definitely
1: won. Was that that the, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: you're dead right actually Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: it, it so, is a great song but it's it's a quiet song is that a Eurovision song really at all
1: it's
2: a miserable song guys it's a really miserable <laughs> song
1: it is a miserable it's song. a fucking yeah. bummer actually I'm not sure if it's still the case but the Euro- the Riverdance Eurovision year which I think was either 93 or 94 was up on the RTE player for some sort of anniversary and you can watch the whole thing.
0: It was really interesting. The, I watched it twice last night and cried both times watching Riverdance. <laughs> um, it makes me very proud. <laughs> I feel mean, It's because... I've been it. very
2: patriotic lately, so... yeah, Oh, yeah, that's I it. Go, I don't think I'd be able to manage it. I don't think I'd be able to manage Riverdance right now. No,
0: because I watched it and I was like, Michael Fatley can do what he wants, actually. I don't care. He did, <laughs> he did that. It's fine. Let him do his, like... Uh, only now, movies. though, only
2: only during this the time of Corona will I permit yeah. Michael Flatley to be entertaining to me. I want to see him
0: time. tap cover every single inch of his mansion with a tap over oh. four hours <laughs> for us. tapping around the people. I are, think it
1: should yeah. just be a Riverdance
0: live stream,
1: like one of those channels yeah. we don't really use anymore, just to get morale back up at the country mm. again.
0: Just you know, just yeah, just have it daily, just instead of the Angelus I mean. You can replace most things with The Angelus. yeah. Just put it on, because um, yeah, that's a much better call. Yeah,
1: I feel it's... that's the next big referendum we have in this country. <laughs> Get rid of The Angeles in replace for Riverdance.
0: I feel like Riverdance ruined me for a lot of dance stuff because none of you were probably watching The Greatest Dancer on BBC, were you? I was I not, sir. Exactly, yeah. Like it's a dance competition, <laughs> no. but they had a tap dancer on it, and I was like, he's not like actually tapping to the rhythm. He's not like filling in stuff. And then I watched Riverdance last night. And it was like because in Riverdance they cover every single beat and note mm. of that song with a tap especially at the end no. it's just like it's like 10,000 drums banging it away on the same rhythm so anybody who taps and doesn't do that I'm like not Riverdance yeah ruined it yeah fuck, fuck you off. Fred
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know? Shirley Temple Pfft. get away
0: Riverdance did everything Fred Astaire did but with their arms at their sides you know
1: and I mean no one has ever been able to recreate Riverdance you know there was years there yeah. in the noughties where we were trawling through every sort of eastern European country Ukraine Serbia Azerbaijan and they were wheeling out all the sort of traditional folk dancing people bowing and bowing banging on pins and doing sort of cuss-up dancing. And that
2: doesn't come Never. This no. Is, but like, I feel like river dance is, in terms of important shit that has emerged from the Eurovision, Riverdance is our ABBA.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. People
2: forget all the time that ABBA won the Eurovision with Waterloo mm. and then became ABBA. And maybe ABBA just means more to me than anybody else. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think about ABBA all the time.
1: I, but your like, Eurovision trifecta are ABBA, Cliff Richard and Celine and Dion. Tri-
2: and Celine Dion, yeah, yeah. fair.
1: And, and so then Riverdance, <laughs> <in two>. yeah. <laughs> the- uh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose Riverdance is a, a different entity
3: rather than. Yeah, a it's completely mm-hmm. different. Yeah.
2: Entity is the word more than anything else. It's not yeah. like an artist <laughs> or a song. It's. <laughs>
3: yeah. and uh, then your
1: your, se- your second tier then are like your Julio Iglesias and your yeah. Johnny Logan and stuff like that, and. Um, uh, lulu i think was in eurovision too
0: yeah so there's like, yeah. yeah she was like in 68 it. i think oh, okay so for because uh, it, it might seem like i have a lot of weird facts to hand for it i watched a video of just um every eurovision winner last night so i watched from 56 up to 2019 heard the winner of last year for the first time it's actually a good song it's it like james song. blake going stadium rock kind of <laughs>
1: Yeah, J's Blake's were I generous,
2: just, yeah, <laughs> I, just see, I I c I couldn't watch it last year. I just was no, like I didn't I, either, I, yeah. I discovered where my I discovered something in myself last year. I was like oh huh this is yeah no fuck this um and the year before i really i the song the year before that i really liked was the super bucks fizz one i don't know who sang it but it was the one with all the swingy dresses and the jumping around and it was really 70s and i cannot for the life of me remember which country it was but i was like that's incredible and then the know. thing with it's kind of um, weird
1: other eurovision fans i find though is like every year we have like 40 new songs and we'll all take away a few and then you meet other Eurovision fans and you're like oh which ones are your favourite and then they're like oh uh, Bulgaria from 2009 and then you're Sweden from... and you're like oh yeah no actually they're none of the four that I like <laughs>
2: <laughs> like we were saying earlier on, on last episode of Chivanelia about how if you look at like a list of television shows from the 80s everyone remembers like four people might remember one really well and then have hmm. no knowledge of all the other ones like Children's Car cartoons it's like that with eurovision song so it's sort of like your harry potter house or your star sign but way more fucking niche <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. like this is like the the uh secret definition of my personality is that my uh big eurovision love every year is you know Estonia. Yeah, yeah. i don't know why i keep, we keep saying stony but i always <laughs> use that as my example it's like yeah come on Estonia. so um, was your obsession
0: um just going forward from there, or did you start going back into it then as well, like back into the earlier years and like?
1: Well, you, in two thousand three, you couldn't really go you couldn't back. Really,
0: yeah, true. Yeah, 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 true. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, So no, it ramped up from there because, it, mm. because like, that was kind of it was it was kind of at its peak camp, and it just got weirder and weirder from there. Which is another part I love. Like, yeah. I love it for music. Like, I love analyzing the music, and people might say the music isn't very good, but you can still compare it. I love it for being. Uh, judgmental like i will always watch it with a scorecard when i can so i sit down scorecard and I'll, i'll print it off it'll be song out of 10 uh the singer for their singing ability out of 10, the singer for their attractiveness out of 10, the staging of the performance. And then we added one last year, which was, would you want to go for a pint with them as well?
3: And uh, like, oh, you just,
1: good. you get your friends over and it's just that, it's just that pure, like in your sitting room, you, you know, you know, it's a safe space. You can just be as judgmental as you want, <laughs> either positively or negatively. And that's what the appeal is to me, do you know? Mm. And I've been to, I've been to Eurovision a few times and, I go to the fan zone, and that's great atmosphere, amazing. but i do wi- I do miss the scorecard. Yeah. <laughs> so I say fan the zone
2: atmosphere like? is amazing. Yeah. yeah, tell me about that.:
1: Yeah, no it is it's so I went I was living in Austria when it was held in Austria, so I took the train cool. over to um to Vienna, and a classic sort of Germanic country, so organized. we were in the town hall square. And you could vote for a score out of 10 for the song. And each number had a colour. So it went from like red being one up to blue being 10. And 90 seconds into the song, the colour of the average of everybody in the square was projected onto the the town hall. So you could tell what, what everyone around you liked the most by how blue the town really? hall was. It was really, really cool. Really? But um yeah like it's, it's another way of reading You just read the whole crowd to see what people are liking instinctively because you know the whole crowd just starts swaying from side to side if they like it or else mm. people start sort of chatting if they don't like it but you just have so many people there with so many different flags and it's just yeah it's just a really nice atmosphere
0: you do always get a sense um, like watching it back the audience just knows already like they from the second the song starts there'll, there'll be some kind of reaction remember watching Euphoria last mm. night and the, from the very first second of Euphoria, the crowd knew that it was the winner. It was really weird to watch. It was a, yeah. like just winner energy off it immediately. Mm. And some songs just, we haven't had that for a while. We can't, no. This year did feel like it could be a winner in another year, but like a lot of your original songs just feel like, like filler queens on Drag Race, you know? Like you, you know <laughs> there's there because because you need 40 countries, you know?
1: Yeah. And um, the last one I would say that gave me like a bit of the goosebumps and thought oh we have a chance is uh jedward and lipstick when i first yeah. heard that live i was like okay this sounds
0: good mm. yeah you could imagine them doing it a second time at the end of the night I think yeah that's exactly. my, my criteria yeah. for it yeah, yeah yeah that's a
2: really good criteria where it's like would i want to listen to this again at the end like mm-hmm. that's the big question is which one do you want to hear again the semi finals actually
0: be... have been good for that sorry king
2: <clears throat> no i was gonna say
1: and like Also at the end, you've listened to 26 songs Mm. and you're looking back at your scorecard in in my case and you're like, which ones can I actually instantly remember? And sometimes they're for the bad reasons and sometimes they're for the good, but they're the ones that will stand out.
2: Like we went, I went to see my last public outing, (laughs) I don't even know what month (laughs) this is going to come out in, but my last public outing before everything changed uh, was fucking, what's his name? Luz Cavaldi. Mm-hmm. And I went to see Luis Capaldi with uh, a journalist called Louise Bruton and I was like, I don't know who this guy is. I have no idea who this person is. I don't know what this is. I'm going to come and see what this experience is. We're going to a concert. And uh, I loved him. He mm. was very charismatic. I cannot sing you one of his songs. Not one.
1: I think he, he, the, that popular one is the only one for
0: me now that I think is any, anyway good. Yeah, I don't. I'm the same. I, can't,
1: you know I don't
2: know what it is. Louis,
0: Louise Britton tweeted can you bring a Louis Cavalli song to mind right now and I was like no I, <laughs> I sat there the
2: whole time being but, like yes yeah. still don't remember a single fucking song
0: it's like Snow right. stuff, where you should charge for his interviews and give his music away for free it's like the exact same thing <laughs> exactly yeah. they, played,
2: they made the mistake of playing bad guy as he came out because he had just lost some award to Billy oh, Eilish yeah, yeah. the bucket sing oh, all bad guy for you any day <laughs> any day that song stops it was um, called
1: uh, the 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 somebody to love song which I think I, I could recall the only one I could recall I mean he didn't even write it so I kind of like I'm not even gonna give, gonna give you the credit see, for that If
2: you say somebody to love I go into can anybody buy me <laughs> right yeah. I go into that and I'm like I'm really sorry Lewis I don't <laughs> gotcha. know who you are <laughs> like very sweet
3: yeah yeah so
0: on that what do you have like a taste in your original? what makes you a memorable Hmm. song for you
1: um i tend to prefer the upbeat ones rather than Mm. the ballads i do think as a rule ballads have to be very strong to stand out to you on one go
3: Mm.
1: um she's a verse rise like a phoenix would be one but that's kind of because you're you're kind of seeing her and you're kind of getting her message all in the one go Mm -hmm. it also was a very... I don't want to accuse her of copying anything, but i say it was heavily inspired by Skyfall, which was out the same year. Um, mm. But it was it was strong. So I do kind of prefer the more poppy ones, I would say, the kind of more upbeat.
0: Yeah. Kajuna Wars is a weird one for me. I feel like I've lost... I've become unstuck in time, because that was only 2014. It feels like it's like 2007, 2008.
3: Whoa. It doesn't
0: feel like it's like... That it influenced drag, like, because there was, they had beards on drag race, like, the next season. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, I t- thought, it, I thought, I thought
1: the beard runway was because of milk, though.
0: Oh, yeah, it was kind of, they were both, like, concurrent, I think, weren't they? Okay. You, yeah, I, I think, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, Euphoria is older than, is she the worst? And mm. it just feels. The last five years feel like like six months, honestly. It's millennial rum. <laughs> and the time.
1: last six days feel like a year. So I've mean,
0: yeah.
2: okay. <laughs> not been outdoors in four days. <laughs>
0: so. This is coming out two months from now, or six weeks from now, so who knows? Jesus, what be like
2: then.
0: It's a different um, country. We don't even yeah. know. So you said uh, Cliff Richard was one of your like, core treats. Do you think he's like, Eurovision's court tree or part of your court tree of Eurovision? Oh
1: no, I think he's he's like the big names that come out of Eurovision. You know? yeah. Like I think that you can remind people of, and people are like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. Like he's yeah. the big, he's the big one. I think. He never won. No, he didn't. No. Yeah. It's very it's um, How long did
2: he go to Eurovision with?
1: Congratulations. Yeah.
2: Fuck off! That song yeah. slaps. <laughs> That's gas. Yeah. I worked in a community centre for years, and the DJ just played the same eighteen songs. And at the end of the night, it was always congratulations. And uh, I, wow, did not know that that was a Eurovision song. But somehow, I'm not and, surprised.
1: And you know, uh, Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's originally a Eurovision song from like the 15th. Hmm.
2: That's great. <laughs> that's a great song, man. It is. It's yeah. beautiful.
1: Uh, I think Cliff Richard was going for that thing that People have tried before, I remember Lithuania did it, I think maybe in two thousand eight or something, which was why don't we write a song as if we've won Eurovision? And then when we sing it at the end, it's gonna be so good and then they never win.
0: <laughs> oh, that's, they came second to Lordy. That was this unfortunate timing that, oh, year. Yeah. that was that we are the winners of Eurovision. We,
1: yeah. Of Eurovision. Just
0: yeah. yeah, like exactly. very smug <laughs> men. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Does it really work? Yeah, I feel like the you gotta hold again to to compare to drag race again. You got to walk in with the spirit of a winner. You don't just walk in and be like, I'm a fucking winner, right? (laughs) You walk in subtly wearing a crown like Sasha Velour, but that's not the most interesting part of your outfit. But Mm. when you do win, excellent, right? Mm. You know, you can't go too hard. You got to be nuanced. (laughs) Do
0: you you think it's gotten camper over the years or has Mm. just, or do you just, we used to remember the, the winners? And the winners tend to be the less weird ones. Or do yeah. you think people are making more of an effort now to be weird with it?
2: I think. Or are they just th- trying to be normal, like normal but like straight? In the last
1: four years, the pendulum has swung back to less novelty, and yeah. there was definitely a lot of novelty, like. Anything you can think of, you could name it. I always remember Romania. One year had like maybe a seventy-year-old woman rocking back, just loving life, Mm. on a a rocking chair, not really contributing to anything other than that. Russia had their little babushka grannies who were taking bread out of the oven and singing a song. Yeah, like absolutely everything. Close like how many reveals can you do in one? Like that became a competition. (laughs) Yeah. Now though, I think there was a whole sort of question about credibility, and they saw that like the acts who went in where it's really having a career afterwards. Mm. I think the pendulum has tried to swing back to make it, especially in Ireland anyway, and, and the UK and some of the more Western European countries to try and make it more credible and actually throw a bit of money at it. And when you throw a bit of money at it, it actually does work. Portugal mm. won a few years ago. Portugal have one neighbour. Other than Iceland, you can't get any more Western than Portugal. So it isn't really about being having loads of neighbours anymore. It's actually about if you have a good song and a good staging and a good bit of luck, you, you can win. Mm.
0: Um. Yeah, it, it really felt with the, because you have so much stage availability in Eurovision and such mm. big screens, and Ireland really had not made use of that in recent years. I, I, I really wanted to see this about baby. Yeah. What they could do with gigantic fucking YouTube Pop Mart screens, you know, mm. and whatever you yeah. we were going to do. But the Portugal really one it was just a guy it. with some rose petals. I yeah, Everybody was just really sad that year with Portugal one. <laughs> Because it was there's like post Trump, everybody was like, Yeah, it's it's bad. It's and China
2: bad. were doing the thing where they were stopping people competing, right? Where both if the if the work was in any way openly queer, as if Eurovision itself is such a fucking <laughs> <laughs> butch endeavor. Mean uh, was it was it not China as well?
0: Well China's not in Eurovision.
2: No, but they were to broadcast it, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, it oh right okay, yeah. Yeah, who were like, No, we're not fucking broadcasting this if you bring if you bring any of your your uh your uh bullshit nearest and then exactly. those people were like whatever fuck you don't broadcast this peace hmm. um, i think it's got
1: more gay but i think it's maybe yeah. got a bit less camp you know like yeah, that's a
2: really good point yeah
1: it's like like Ryan and his his gay dancers like it's kind of not like it's that was funny, very beautiful but
2: it wasn't Is camp it?
1: No, exactly. It was it was a message. There's more of a statement, but it isn't uh, like, it isn't as taboo to be gay anymore in, in Eurovision yeah. or whatever. So mm. not that it was taboo, but you know what I mean? Like it, it was more yeah. innuendo, whereas now it's just out there. Mm. Um, like I, think, yeah, I can't remember his name from, was it last year? The French guy, I think he was a trans guy and stuff like that. And he, his song was all about being a, a king. And so I think oh. like it, people are, are more woke. Um, so I don't think it's it's as camp. Hmm. Hmm. but yeah
0: um, i have other things to say <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, then, that being said i'm just thinking about like dana international award in 98 and she was a yeah. trans woman so maybe i'm just remembering it from my chronology and maybe i wasn't getting some of the subjects when i was 15 of the bigger issues as well so
0: yeah oh like, none of ireland's winners were well, Linda Martin was camp. Linda Martin is camp. Yeah. The other, the other Linda was, Martin. Re- yeah. Herma yeah. camp. Yeah. <laughs> was it her who
2: was barefoot? Um. No. No. It was Emery Queen that I would was, say was her
0: barefoot.
2: Who was barefoot Was it Dan? The voice. All well, kinds of everything.
0: Oh, that Dan. Dan, oh, Yeah, yeah.
2: Santa, barefoot. There you well, go. Yeah.
1: Sandy Shaw was the first barefoot, wasn't she? She was she. Popping pop on the string, yeah. And I think she started the trend. So whenever you hear now, like some like, oh, they're going to perform barefoot. It's always like a Sandy Shaw reference. Mm. Like,
2: That's cool like a good luck thing or something yeah
1: exactly yeah
2: it's i like it more now that i'm like uh sandy Shaw. okay i like her. yeah <laughs> i like her more than dana
1: <laughs> there's always a tough politics though your vision like i know you mentioned earlier on about, about israel and i was mm-hmm. i was quite conflicted last year because i was trying to divide the the venue of the competition from the competition itself um mm. i totally understood why people were boycotting it the only way i could sort of rationalize it if so, I ended up like donating to a Palestinian charity. Yeah, I was like, let me offset my bad karma by doing this. But I was like, I told you in the summer, people didn't want to watch it at the same token.
2: It's so hard to know. Like, I, heard, I had this thing recently where I really wanted to get a soda stream, and then it was like, don't fuck up my soda streams! That's fucking <laughs> Israeli shit. And I'm like, I, I don't know everything about it, but mm. as a former colony of the UK, I feel like, as a post colonial nation, I feel really strongly that. Uh, we should do our best, but I think offsetting with donation is often the only thing we can do. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah, it feel different
1: last year. Like it
2: was the it, vibe different? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Well, Madonna was there, so that's weird. And
2: mm. yeah,
1: Madonna brought Quavo there, which I mean, you when you go to Eurovision, you don't expect to see one of Migos.
3: Yeah. So that was <laughs> yeah.
1: certainly different. Um, the actual performance itself was was fine. There was that really famous um. Israeli glamour model who was hosting it Bar something Bar I can't remember her name Um, she was there so that was kind of like well not for me name recognition because obviously I can't remember her name but other than that it wasn't that weird I think it got a bit different towards the results because when Iceland had, well first of all Iceland sent a a protest song it was like I don't know if you listened to it but it's not a clip um, yeah yeah Yeah, it was kind of like, it's hard to describe, like techno-metal almost. Mm. It was really sort of against the grain, very anti-Eurovision. And people Mm. kind of saw that as the protest vote. And when they got 12 points from somebody, they held up a Palestinian flag. And the whole place went, like, the atmosphere changed. And people were like, oh, the bar sorry saying?
2: i think that is so badass i'm just like fucking, <laughs> know, right? that's amazing
1: bar- Yeah, rafaeli R- that's her name she looked livid as well and it was just kind of it was
0: that was that, that was. hello it's me the male presenter again um i said male host the first time but that makes me sound like i'm part of the life cycle of the liver fluke so we're gonna go with male presenter um so we faded out there just as sarah was revving up to go in on john oliver it uh, cut out in the middle of that and then we're going to fade back in with her um, blaming John Oliver for cutting out um, so a lot of things have changed since we recorded this because it was nearly two months ago now um, we have a lot more on our Patreon we've been recording Patreon episodes over Zoom they recorded fine uh, unlike this one um, they're fun Cassie from the Creep Dive and our producer joins us she's a professional podcaster who knows what she's doing so that's fun um, that is Missy clattering across the floor like the barrel that she is. Um, this mic is very sensitive, and it makes you realize just how noisy dogs are. Um, but they're very cute. Anyway, uh, yes. So our Patreon is is there. Um, has a lot more stuff on it than it did when we recorded this. Uh, also the Tall Tale Studio is reopening um next month as per guidelines. So if you've had an idea for a podcast while all this was going on and you want to pay someone to record it for you cassie is the absolute best and you'll be supporting a small local business of sound people so you should do that anyway um let's get back to the episode where keen sullivan is on to us about your vision bye everybody
1: yeah I, on the politics as well i do feel conflicted with russia because obviously russia has a mm. lot of anti-gay sentiment as well
3: but
1: you see yeah. a lot of Russian performers get booed recently at the Eurovision, which I'm also not really too fond of because you know they're just there doing their job so yeah it, it's a sticky thing
2: it's always difficult, like especially russia they have a, they've also got really uh difficult to process laws around domestic violence, um like I think everybody handles their relationship to these countries differently. like I was invited a couple of years ago to go and speak in Moscow, and I was like, no. I'm good yeah and I have I know lots of people who went to that festival and gave their talks because there are queer artists there are people who need support there are people who are good within that system
3: mm. but
2: for me in order to for me I ha- I have to put a really hard boundary around stuff like that because I there's so many different gradients of nuance that I mm. feel like my best I'm best placed at a distance do you know yeah, yeah definitely um yeah but yeah russia i guess russia are in eurovision but i i I never i not that i never thought of it but jesus i didn't think about it until just this minute that they are there too yeah and
1: the year there's a russian guy who i used to know um i kind of follow on facebook we were in a program together um he i saw him post on facebook after the year of the eurovision following the annex of crimea and there was just all these Twitter commenters. And I mean, like, Twitter, you know, people you get on Twitter aren't always the most woke. But there were a lot of people on Twitter being like, oh, congratulations to Russia for going three minutes to annexing another country and all this sort of stuff. And, like, I yeah. can totally see from his point of view when he's like, you know, I don't always agree with what my government is doing. Can I not have a moment to enjoy my country being represented as well? So it is, mm. it's very tough.
2: There's always nuance, you know? Yeah. Like, always nuance, and it is always hard it is so easy, and I say this to someone who goes, "Nope, fuck this," and leaves mm. all the time, rather than engaging in nuance. But it is harder to engage in the nuance. But often it's more worthwhile to do that work for the people. Like countries aren't just one person, and they aren't just one belief. They're made up of gradient and yeah. and nuance. You know. Yeah, it's hard to uh, know. It's
0: like, oh,
1: sorry, no one. I was going to say when Azerbaijan won, uh, apparently the the law around gay people was changed mm. to, so oh. they could welcome those gay people into the country so I mean yeah. it is also a vessel for good.
2: Yeah oh and I think Eurovision especially I, I feel like there are so few things in the world like Eurovision in that it is mm. it, sounds like a, it sounds like fiction it sounds like it's made up every country in Europe makes up a song and then they all get together and perform the songs to see whose country has the best song. Sounds fake! <laughs> But is actually real, old, brilliant, and beautiful.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. It's one of my favorite things about Planet Earth is that we all get together and musically compete every year. I yeah, think exactly. That's, I think I'm not I'm not like die hard, but I do watch it every year generally, yeah. and uh, I like it a lot. I think it's a beautiful punctuation mark in the year. I think it's very important that we don't have the Yanks in. <laughs> and,
3: <laughs> but that's that my boyfriend. Just ruin said. It.
1: <laughs> When when Justin Timberlake performed for the first time there in I think it was Sweden maybe 2015 yeah because he sang um, Can't Stop the Feeling. It's 2016. Uh, my boyfriend was like Ah now once you let the Americans perform at a halftime show they'll be in and and yeah. they view it and Michelle Visage does the commentary at Ross Matthews and yeah it, it's much. getting there.
2: Right? They can watch. I love uh, Michelle Ross, right? But I think that they produce so much of the world's global culture Hmm. that it's important that we have this one thing. Now, they can come. I suppose if we let them have one entry, then it's just one. That's what and happened I'm with softening Australia. now, I'm that's, softening yeah.
0: now. Yeah. that's what happened with Australia
2: that's, you give them the
1: halftime you... show and then you give them the 50 year anniversary and they, they take it more
0: seriously and they put more money into it than everybody else and then and if just... they
2: win if they win you would never hear the end of this mm. you would never hear the end of this
0: now I don't uh, have an issue with, with
1: Australia in the Eurovision A lot of no
2: are. I like Australia yeah.
1: my rationale is when I try to explain to people not just French people compete in the French tennis championship whatever that's called yeah. You know. There's competitions in countries, that doesn't mean it's only people in those countries who can compete. You know? Yeah. So, mm. But if Australia win, it's not held in Australia. That's the rule. It'll be held in second place, or whatever like that, and they'll help yeah. stage it. Um that that's a fine line to draw for me. Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Um now I think Asia Vision was supposed to start last year but didn't <gasps> Oh
2: that, that really would be great. so good. With
1: with the rise of K pop and J Pop, like yeah. that's gonna be so good.
2: So you can't say okay. We've said it twice. You can't say it three times, or the children will find us. <laughs> I am so curious about pop because um, it's so tightly produced and mm. formulated, like out of a pleasure lab or something. I I'm just baffled by it. So a a competition for it would be like Olympian level like mm. perfection do you know like you wouldn't yeah. get any of the dodgy weird shit that you get out of Eurovision it would be all like pop K, K-pop fine K-pop yeah. grade <laughs> perfection right and that's that would be a real wonder to behold that would be really yeah. really interesting
1: but just also to see like what's music in Vietnam like I don't mm. know like we look just to see like from a purely cultural exchange point of view and look I don't know yeah. how much rich culture is going to be coming maybe a lot maybe not too much but it just interesting to see
2: but I think the rich culture and the trash culture are really important to combine. You know, uh,
3: yeah. like
2: sometimes we see really powerful ballads done in traditional styles, and sometimes we see pop garbage. And both are the both both are also us.
1: Yeah, like you know, we,
2: Ireland is as much Jedward as it is fucking Riverdance, <laughs> yeah, as it is rock and roll kids. It's all we are. All of those things.
1: Yeah, and that's you know? it. and. and people don't just get to compete once exactly we have a whole in a decade you can show so much of your your talent mm-hmm. something like that so definitely um i'm trying to see the countries that were in asia oh yeah so it's it was supposed to be starting this year i think asia vision but then it was postponed but so it's going to be australia china japan kazakhstan maldives Papua new guinea south korea and big up vanuatu like come on nice.
2: I've never heard it there. That would be exciting. Yeah, what a beautiful way to learn about a country. Yeah, yeah. through yeah, their funny. music. That's now awesome.
1: that that's a compilation album I'd like to hear music from the pointless answer countries. Vanuatu, <laughs> <laughs> East, East Timor,
0: East uh, Timor, South Sudan, Central African yeah, Republic. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be so. It's such an interesting mix of countries. Mm. It's yeah. to even to judge them against each other seems weird because th- when you're with your vision there is always it's always Western music like it's never because it is in the West. Obviously this is yeah. not a, a smart point I'm making. But you know what I mean? Like it's it, you can judge things against each other. Whereas something from Tuvalu and something from South Korea or Vanuatu even uh seems like a harder
2: will it become westernized you know yeah. will they will they deliberately westernize their styles like i'm like eurovision is a style of music in itself also mm-hmm. so the it's like the i know we're using drag race but because it's i think it's a common language between all of us but like there's a drag way there's a drag race queen yeah Definitely. do you know and not like even drag- the ones
1: it's encapsulated in drag race. It's a certain type of drag.
2: Exactly. And even the outsidery, inverted commas, weirder queens, are still playing the game of drag race and therefore are adjusting their aesthetics to fit into that set, as is Eurovision. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. So I would be interested in what an Asia-vision would do, because would they be doing that for global consumption or for performances on Western broadcasting, or would they purely be doing it for within their own cultures? and fuck the whites do you know what I mean like you yeah. know fuck all these white people looking at us they don't know where to you know and I would probably prefer to
1: be yeah I'd probably prefer it to be the latter for their own sake but it's it'll be produced by the EBU the European Broadcasting Company so mm-hmm. it probably will be the former yeah but fascinating I, I'm game oh 100% <laughs> like
2: <Yeah. laughs> I would not be able to offer any criticism other than like I just want I'm curious you know like, yeah exactly and uh I'm never as curious necessarily about the Eurovision songs out of countries that I, like, know really well. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, yeah, England. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like... just poof, fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there, get away. Or do whatever. Same, Nil, with, same with
1: Sweden as well. Like, so much of our pop music is Swedish. But, like, when you oh, get yeah. a nice... Like Italy have come back into it now in the last maybe eight years. They had boycotted it since the 90s because they, did, they thought there was like political voting. But since they've come back, they've had like such a popular streak. And it's just really interesting to see just a different style. They all, like the Italian entry is always so
0: distinct.
2: Mm.
1: Like maybe France, they got some
2: improve yeah. now, you know?
0: Yeah. France are always extremely French. <laughs> like extreme <laughs> Sebastian Tellier is one of his uh, that's the is first one of my favourites ever yeah yeah well, that was like, one of the most friends you could get yeah <laughs> uh, I would say that's like probably my top one of my top five revision songs so you have like you have like a, a list of your like here are your revision bangers I want you to listen to kind of thing to, to convince um, people
1: well, see, it's tough because there's the ones I like, kind of what we said here, there's ones I love and then there's ones that, like, you know, go down well in a group. Like, yeah. you, t- you, can't, you could not play Euphoria. You couldn't not play Fuego from a few years ago, which was so strong. Um, I really love from Denmark 2017 by Anja Nielsen where I am, but not many other people do. <laughs> um, Yeah, so the kind of only common... Areas reference points are, are the winners, I suppose.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I really did enjoy Alexander Ryback and Fairy Tale for when who won for Norway back in 2009. Do you remember yeah. him with the fiddle? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was very strong. Um, I think I've liked all the winners of recent years except maybe when Azerbaijan won. I don't think I liked that one. Was there that were like a vanity? couple, a, a guy and a girl. Oh, were yeah, it was, scared.
0: Yeah, it was very saccharine. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, but yeah,
1: no, there's like, there's some really good songs. And there's just, the, and like, I keep meaning to delve back into the old years. But mm. It's quite hard to find them. Like, there isn't that many Spotify playlists that have all the songs. They'll have the the hits, but I'd love to like, just listen to them all. Do you
0: know? I guess a lot of them didn't really have an existence outside of Eurovision back then. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, the, like the 50s and 60s ones. Um, so in uh, the 60s,
1: a lot of them would, would charge across Europe. It would not yeah, just being, yeah. yeah
0: there's the 1966 winner it's French, uh, it's called Wax Doll Ragdoll mm-hmm. and it is like a Serge Gainsbourg song uh, the, awesome. the the woman singing it is not a great singer, I think maybe she can't hear everything properly, but she's singing it so Frenchly and so uh, the attitude of it it's just the, exactly what you imagine a French 1966 Eurovision song to sound like
3: Yeah, it's
0: really really good I, really, I that one stuck out for me last night going through all whatever 55 of them, yeah
1: yeah, Celine Dion's winning song is quite good now as well, to be mm. fair.
0: Um, also, she's wearing a very good Deb's dress. She I'd was. She, she, yeah. That wasn't that
1: was, a, that was in the point as well. So, that's what like a it? bit of local yeah. history, yeah.
2: Mm. I live like 10 minutes away from that.
1: The <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but next time you walk past her, she could be the like...
2: <laughs> People are evolution,
1: Celine. You're
2: Deb's dress, bad bitch.
1: Good one. <laughs> um, Yeah
0: there we go do you have anything more to share with us about eurovision or should we leave it there um i don't think so there's so it's so big but it's so personal as well Uh, yeah
1: well there was um will ferrell has made a movie about eurovision oh yeah and that was due to air this year which i presume it won't because there's no eurovision um i I hope hope it's not
2: mean-spirited i was about to say i
1: feel it's going to be disrespectful
2: like yeah. I like Will Ferrell. I find him funny. Uh, Anchorman was fine. We all said all the lines out of it for ten years. It was, you know. Mm. Um, but I am weirdly fiercely defensive about Americans mocking Eurovision.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think, but I think they mock it because they're not allowed to be part of it because it's the one thing they can't touch. They have <laughs> all of the rest of culture. Eurovision. Eurovision. <laughs> Do you know, yeah. yes that includes australia yes that includes some mad places fuck you you know like i think if they're i think them being shitty about it or making fun of europe like i can't handle any americans making fun of europe ever so i feel like that will ferrell shit would tip me over the edge
1: now maybe saving grace is i think his wife is swedish i think that's maybe why he's doing it um, so maybe she'll smack some sense into him. But I don't know if I Maybe, could.
2: hopefully. Yeah. But on the upside, he could do it with an open heart and write some funny bangers. Did I hear Demi Lovato sing a song
1: in it? Oh, really? That's oh. An un An unconfirmed piece of information that may have existed purely <laughs> in my head. Yeah.
2: But it feels like the kind of thing that would happen though, yeah. right? That feels it's like so a yeah. real sentence. They, that is we exactly heard- how fake news starts getting <laughs> spread right there. That feels real yeah kind seems. of yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like, like, I, I'm all for parody I just feel like you've got to treat it with a lot of love instead of just like well if you don't invite us we're just going to make a movie about how fucking weird you Europeans are like no
1: an important question when you watch your vision, do you watch on RTE or do you watch on BBC
2: RTE
0: I watch it on BBC yeah lovely. Yeah. really yeah Graham Morton's very good he's RTE be- <laughs> <Adam laughs> isn't yeah. great
2: that's, the point.
0: Much, that's part of it right he's snarkier he yeah
2: he made fun of my husband uh two weeks ago and i three weeks ago now and Wait, well which one i uh marty B. oh marty okay
0: yeah <laughs> i thought you were asking which husband
2: <laughs> like
1: polygamy
3: <woo!
2: laughs> my harem <laughs> who would be surprised no no i've never had sex or kissed anybody uh i don't, I don't do that but I, i'm married to a man um uh, yes, he was accepting a uh, work award thing, and Marty Whelan was hosting the awards. And he told my husband he looked like John Lennon in front of a stage in a room full of like thousand people. And I think that was very unfair.
0: I think Martin Marty meant that was Whelan.
2: No, 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 no. It was a uh, no. It was not. It was. Oh, really? He spent the rest of the night with people coming up to me and, like that was very unfair. What Marty just did. Do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Marty Will. Actually, next time I will listen to it with Graham because I've personally cancelled Mar- Marty Williams. Yeah,
0: no, Graham Norton is very, very good at it. Uh I don't really yeah. remember the Terry Wogan years. Um apparently according to pop bitch, Terry Wogan used to have just a bottle of Bailey's beside him. He was very drink,
2: bitchy as I would just was drink a like bottle of
0: Bailey's. eighties, uh, nineties, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, he, he was on the, the original the cassette I recorded back in two thousand three. It was oh, yeah, no <laughs> um and his rule is is it the ele- the seventh eighth song there's a certain song in the order that he said don't drink before that because once you start you'll be too drunk by the time the results come out <laughs> that's
2: a good rule yeah, yeah it is <laughs> i like your idea of the sheet i have two swedish girlfriends who um i know back in sweden but both lived here for a while and mm-hmm. somewhat within a stereotype took it very fucking seriously and they were the first people i'd ever seen who had the sheets and i was like trying not to be like not surprised, but <laughs> totally with it. And it was a very detailed grid uh, with like the country, the song, the grade out of 10, the grade for the production. And I was just like, girls, you're blowing my mind. So, whenever the next Eurovision is, um, which I imagine will be deeply emotion for, emotional for everybody given the state know, of the world it as it yeah. is, um, yeah. <clears throat> every so often I keep forgetting what's happening. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the next one's going to be. Very beautiful. Yeah, um, There'll be a lot of will... tea,
1: lots, of, lots of ballads about we made it through and we
2: almost could have had it. And all left yeah. it yeah. Oh, God, it'll be a very ballad heavy year. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Aw, oh, come on. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it won't be a ballad heavy year. Maybe yeah. it'll just be like party bangers and like. Exactly.
0: Just
1: a, survival a insanity. an electro
0: pop banger about how we can all hug each other again. Oh my god. Touch me. We'll yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Breathe into my neck. Like come on.
1: Don't wash your hands.
2: I love going outside. I love going outside, you know? That's Eurovision uh,
1: twenty twenty one, guys. Hey uh, yeah, I'll send you on my scorecards when you finally get mm. the, the Eurovision and you can play. We can it all.
2: stick it up with the when the when the when the episode goes live.
1: Yeah, a printable version, yeah. 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 Uh, I looked up. The, the Eurovision movie here apparently it's Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, Pierce oh. Brosnan, and Demi Lovato. Mark's Lovato's first live-action movie appearance since 2010's Camp Rock 2: The Final Jam, oh,
3: wow. and
0: okay. is executive produced by Adam McKay. Okay, it's the Anchorman guy. Um, hopefully, Pierce Brosnan won't sing, but besides that, <laughs> it could be good.
1: <laughs> oh so, yeah, I, I, that's it, it's. It, yeah. I think there's a lot of money in it, so it could mm.
0: be good if they wanted to. Be. And they actually filmed like, that Eurovision last year as well. They were in uh, on oh, right. the crowd filming,
2: okay, and getting
0: actual shots. So it's they have buy into so it Eurovision itself. So, like, yeah,
2: I enjoy Amy Adams. I don't enjoy modern Muppet movies. I have a very hard '90s cap off on Muppet movies, but uh, she's a lovely singer.
1: I think it's Rachel
2: McAdams, not Amy. Oh, Amy. Rachel McAdams. Sorry, then mm. I don't know who she is. So oh, she's regina lines.
1: george
2: i do know who that is yeah. yes I, I do know i'm I just know i have to get slightly better my, my rule for the new ju- for new juvenile is to like i don't know who that is when i don't know who someone is because yeah. i have a really bad face stuff so i'm just like i don't i don't know i don't always know who somebody is and yeah. i think i should get a bit better about owning up about not knowing who people are but i do i have seen mean girls
1: yeah, yep. Can confirm.
2: Yes, you go, Glen Coco. Yes, I understand <laughs> jokes. I have participated in culture in the past. Thank uh, <laughs> you. This has been juvenilia.
0: <laughs> this has been juvenilia. I think. I think that's probably it. I think so. Thank you for having me. Tell us for, all your stuff. Tell us all your very
1: yeah,
2: plug your biz.
1: Plug yeah. your biz. Yeah, so uh the main thing I'm doing at the moment is sissy that pod, which is all about drag race, drag race season twelve, which is on at the moment. So that's weekly, and get it, you know, wherever you get your podcast.
2: Weekly podcasts.
1: We it's reactions. So it. We 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 release it the day of the show. Um so and you're if you're listening to this in May, we are coming up to the end now of season twelve. All stars five is around the corner, so we'll be continuing on for that. We also run a fantasy league that you can play. So you can choose oh, three queens and a captain. You would extra points whether they do well or bad in the challenge and bonus points for death drops, blah blah blah. Um so yeah, that's a good bit of fun as well. So yeah, join in on that.
0: Cool. That's cool. Sarah, where can we find on.
2: you? Oh, in my house, Alan! <laughs> <laughs> you can find me in my fucking house. Um, I'm on twitter.com at Griffsky. I'm on Instagram at Sarah Griffsky. I write novels which you can order to be delivered to your home from independent bookstores or large bookstores or pick up off the shelves if you are going outside. Um, my most recent novel is called Other Words for Smoke and it won the Irish Book Award for Young Adult Fiction in November 2019. And uh, I think that's kind of it. Alan mcguire where can we find you?
0: Uh, I'm Alan underscore Maguire everywhere. Juvenile is juvenile underscore pod on Twitter, JuvenaliaPod on Instagram. juvenilia.net, Juvenalia.net, which uh, we'll start having transcripts of our early episodes from now.
2: It's a Whoever fabulous website. Up. Alan did yeah. so much good work on it. He gave me the link and I was like, look at our website. This is I mean, so exciting.
0: Squarespace is baby, really. But yeah. We've been doing this for four
2: yeah. years <laughs> and now we have a website. We are so good. <laughs>
0: We're very on top of things. Um, oh. Thank you to Cassie and Tall Tales. We are a Tall Tales Thanks, podcast. Cassie. And we are very happy to be a Tall Tales podcast. Um, we thank you to Dee McDonald for our artwork. Thanks, Dee. Thank you to Ellen. Hi, Ellen. We Ellen. miss you. We miss you, Ellen. Uh, listen to other Tall Tales podcasts like Private Education and Mother of Pod and... And Creep Dive. And oh, also we have a Patreon where there are bonus episodes about...
2: Which are really tales. good and getting better every time because we're just... We're like, yeah, let's talk about Sherlock, and then we don't. So come, hang out with us. They
0: are loosey goosey, and they are so yeah. That's it. Yeah. So thanks, thank you to Keen. Is that the music to sign off now? That was yeah. That's what I was trying to do. I'm standing up.
2: I'm trying to stand up for the microphone Thanks so much, Keen.
0: On that carnage. Goodbye.